Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach, Janine Esbrand. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. It's December 2023. How are we here? How are we here? This year has gone too quickly and this is the time where as we start wrapping up the year we start thinking about the new one and those 2024 goals are on the agenda people are starting to think about what they want to achieve in the new year and as you're listening to this podcast my guess is that some type of career change is on the agenda for you and you're not alone in that so many people have the desire to make shifts and moves in their careers however there are lots of people who don't take action on those desires because making a career move feels too risky to pursue and it may feel too risky because you're averse to taking a pay cut you're associating career change with having to start at the bottom and work your way back up and perhaps that isn't that isn't feasible for you you might be the primary breadwinner in your family you may be the one who is needing to bring in the income because no one else is bringing in income And so taking a pay cut just isn't on the cards for you. So it feels too risky to then think about changing your career. Or maybe you feel as though you don't have what it takes to operate in a different setting. So perhaps you know your job, you know what it is that you do, but you're not sure whether or not your skills fully translate. And if they do, you don't really know how to articulate that to somebody else so that you can get hired. Or perhaps for you, it's uh, not wanting to leave the environment that you've been in for so long and that you've become really familiar with. Perhaps you're saying, I feel comfortable where I am. I know my colleagues. I know what I'm supposed to do. And the thought of moving into something new just feels a bit too uncomfortable. These are all valid thoughts, right? These are all valid thoughts. And I totally get why you're thinking the way you're thinking. But today I want us to dig in and explore whether or not those thoughts are actually true. And I want to give you a different perspective on how you could be thinking about those three things. So how you could be thinking about pay cuts, how you could be thinking about whether or not you have the right skill set and how you could be thinking about shifting into a different environment. So let's start with pay cut. Moving roles or switching industries does not necessarily need to lead to a pay cut. In fact, for some people, for many people, making a move is the thing that leads them to a five-figure salary increase. And let me explain why and how that is. Let's say you're working for a company that is open to giving pay rises, right? They're not in a season of pay freezes and they're giving their employees pay rises on an annual basis and say your salary is £75,000 a year. The average annual salary increase that a company is likely to give is between three to five percent. If you work for a really generous company, you might be more towards the eight to ten percent, but let's say three to five percent. Now, three to five percent of 75k equates to between, I'm not going to do this specific math like you can absolutely do that, but it equates to between two and a half and three and a half thousand pounds. So if you're earning 75k 
and you get a three to five percent pay pay rise, you're looking at a few grand per year. Right. So when you take that few grand per year and you break it down on a monthly basis, you're looking at an additional couple hundred pounds inside of your pay packet each month. So if you wanted to make a five figure salary increase, you would need to be working at that company and getting an incremental three to five percent salary increase for a few years before you'd be able to hit a five figure salary increase. Contrast that to somebody who decides they're going to move out of their current role and they're going to transition into something new and they are able to negotiate a five figure salary increase at the point at which they join the company. So you could decide that you're going to shift in the next three to six months and you can take your salary from where it is now and add an additional five figures. I've worked with clients who have secured 10k increases. 15k increases, 18k increases, 22k increases, 25k increases when they have shifted into a new role or a new industry. And some of those clients were actually moving into completely new industries. So I know there is a thought that, well, I might be able to command more money if I'm moving into something similar, but I wouldn't be able to do that if I was moving into something different. I want to debunk that myth because I have seen clients who have been able to move to a different role, different industry, get promoted in the process and five figures more. And so when you're thinking about making a move, just know that it all comes down to positioning, whether or not you're able to command and secure five figures more comes down to how well you're able to articulate your expertise and the relevance of that expertise for where it is that you're going and the value that you're able to bring because of the experience and expertise that you have and recognizing that what you are able to bring to the table can seem so much more valuable to someone else than it probably seems seems to you. So taking a pay cut does not have to be required, but you have to know how you're positioning yourself to make sure that you are able to, to command more money. So that's the first one, take a pay cut. The second area where it feels risky for people is not having the right skill set. And here's the thing, when you're looking at a job spec and you're seeing that they require certain experience and you're thinking well I haven't done that in particular it's really easy to discount yourself from even applying because you can say well they're asking for somebody who's done project management or someone who's um, been liaising with clients or someone who's been doing various things that you haven't specifically done and so because you're not able to immediately see that you've had that experience you say well I'm not I'm not qualified for this however if you are able to drill down to the skill set level and recognize that there are transferable skills that you have there are things that you've done that are akin to the things that they require and also recognize that even if you haven't done something before you have the ability to figure it out if you think about someone who gets promoted and they they climb their way up the ladder and they get promoted to the C-suite, when they get promoted to that new position for the very first time, they have never done it before. So the fact that they've never done it before means they don't have experience in that role, but they get the promotion anyway and they get the salary increase anyway because they are not getting promoted because of their ability to actually execute that role they are getting promoted because they have demonstrated their potential. 
Let me say that again. They are not getting promoted because of their ability to execute in that role. We know that because they haven't done the role yet. They are getting promoted because they have demonstrated their potential. So when you look back at what you've achieved in your career, I can guarantee that you're able to demonstrate potential. There's things that you've done in the past that when you first did them felt outlandish. When you first did them felt crazy. When you first did them, you felt nervous, but you did it anyway. And because you did it anyway and you did it time and time again, you became experienced at it. And now you're here with years of experience behind you. And so recognize that you don't have to have done everything in order for you to be able to do it going forward. You just need to be able to demonstrate that you have the ability to figure things out. And I know you have the ability to figure things out because you've done it before. Okay, so lean into that. You don't have to have all of the things that are listed on the job spec, but you do have to have the ability to say, okay, what have I done that's similar? And then where there is a gap, like I know how I would go about figuring that out. And then the third area where people feel risk averse is leaving what is familiar. Because if you are in an environment that you've been in for five, eight, 10 years, you know the people. As much as as the work that you're doing might be frustrating, as much as management might be frustrating, as much as there are things that you don't like in your role right now, otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this podcast, there is still a level of familiarity that feels comfortable for you. But here's the thing. You can outgrow your current environment. And if you've been feeling an inclination to move on, follow your intuition. There's a reason why you've been thinking and feeling like you need to move on. And growth only happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. Growth only happens when you step outside of your comfort zone. So whilst it might feel comfortable, this isn't the space that's going to allow you to make the kind of career impact that you want to make. You may well have done all that you can do where you are and it's time for you to move on. Like everything happens in seasons, right? So your season where you are may well be over and it's time to move on. And it may not be the case that you need to move out of your current organization. It may be that you just need to shift from your team. But if you are feeling like where you are right now is not where you need to be, you owe it to yourself to figure out where that next place is. Where are you supposed to be? in the next season because if you stay where you are the real risk the real risk that you face is that you'll fully stagnate you will disengage you will just be going through the motions you'll just be showing up on a day-to-day basis and spending your time in a space doing something that you don't really want to be doing just to earn money and ultimately you will miss the opportunity to reach those impact goals that you have I'm pretty sure that you want to know that the work that you do you are doing is making a difference in some way shape or form and the way that you are able to make the most impact is to do work that is fully aligned to who you are as a person the strengths that you get to bring to the table the values that you have the interests that you have if you can bring all those together and you can be in a a role that allows you to leverage those you're going to experience the type of impact that you really want to experience and you're going to be able to make a difference wherever you are in a way that someone else wouldn't be able to so really lean into that uniqueness and the fact that there's there's work out here for you to do there's work out here for you to do and so you staying where you are means that you're potentially missing out on a blessing you're missing out on an opportunity for you to really be stepping into how you're supposed to be showing up where you're supposed to be showing up and who you are supposed to be serving so 
as I say those things, as I break those down, I just want to make clear I'm not in any way, shape or form advocating that you just jump into the next opportunity. When I say making a career change doesn't have to be risky, I'm not saying that you just decide to do it and do it tomorrow. What I am saying is that set your intention and then do what is required to mitigate any of the risks that you feel are there. So I am a huge advocate of using and leveraging data to guide you. If you have been listening to my content for a while, if you're one of my clients, if you've been through any of my programs before, you will know that I talk time and time again about taking a data-driven approach so that decisions that you, you are making are not just made on a whim, but those decisions are made because you have taken into account all of the relevant data points and you're led by that data and you're able to spend the time doing the research properly you're able to spend the time exploring your options you're able to spend the time really understanding what is required for you to make the type of decision that sticks and when you do that when you take a data-driven approach you're able to have a clear path and you will feel more confident in the moves that you're making your confidence in making a move will skyrocket when you have done it from an informed place versus a I hope this works out type of place and then when, what once felt risky will feel like a no-brainer it's like well I've done the research I've spoken to the right people I've mapped out the plan I understand how this aligns to me and this is the thing that I'm choosing to do right now and I feel good about that So when you take this type of approach, you won't have the regrets that you may be assuming could come when you make the wrong move. So clients I work with, they don't come back to me saying that they regret making a move. Typically, when I speak to them a year after, two years after, they're either thriving in the role that they've moved into or they've used that role as a stepping stone to their next thing. But ultimately, they take the lessons that they've learned along the way and they apply them so that they can continue to grow and build a career that they're excited about. And just know that when you commit to making a career change, it isn't just about changing your career. It really is about changing your life. And I know that sounds a bit like, okay, like... It's life changing, but ultimately it is like if the average person spends 90,000 hours at work in their lifetime, then the work that you do has such a huge impact on your life. Right. Therefore, if you're able to move out of a role that isn't fulfilling, that you're not enjoying and you're able to shift into work that you're excited about, that is game changing. That is life changing. And so know that you taking the time to figure this stuff out makes sense like it's an investment it's an investment in your future for you to figure out where you want to be why you want to be there and how you can get there and as a side effect of you doing that work and go through that process you're gonna have a much deeper understanding of yourself you're going to be able to take ownership of your career direction and and move from being passive to 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 being more active in terms of what you do and where you're going and your confidence in your ability to show up and do a great job is going to increase like in order for you to fully lead into what you can bring to the table and be able to articulate the value that you can bring you have to believe it for yourself first which means you have to do the digging you have to do the research you have to understand what have I done in the past that I could really be talking about and shouting about and that process in and of itself will boost your confidence I just love it when I speak to clients who are like, oh, yeah, yeah. So I had this conversation and I was speaking to a recruiter about this role and I just thought, yeah, that isn't for me. And I just told them that I didn't want to proceed. 
those types of things light me up because I know that those same people when we first started working together were approaching conversations with recruiters from a place of oh I want to prove myself to them I want to show them that I can do this I want to impress them without really thinking about the questions that they wanted to ask without thinking about whether or not this role is is actually a good fit and they kind of shift away from that mindset more to a place of recognizing that they have options there's lots of opportunities out there and it's all about finding the right one for them rather than finding any opportunity so I could go on and on about this topic because I get passionate about it but That is what I want to leave with you in terms of how you're considering career change and how you're thinking about it in the context of risk. Like, are you thinking, I want to do this thing, I want to make a move, but it feels too risky. If you're thinking that, then I hope that what I've shared today has been helpful in giving you some other ways to be contemplating making this move. And if you're thinking, yeah, I do want to do that, but it feels a lot, it feels big, I need some help with that, then... I would invite you to join the waitlist for the Career Change Maker program, which is opening for enrollment again on January 14th. Now, this cohort is going to be like none other. We have been running this program for the last three years and we've recently made some adjustments and some refinements that I am super, super excited about, so pumped, and that are going to really support our clients in moving forward as quickly as possible and landing their more meaningful impactful role and securing a five-figure salary increase with more efficiency so get yourself on the waitlist those who are waitlisters will have access to an exclusive bonus so if you're on the waitlist and you choose to join the program within the first 48 hours you're going to have access to an exclusive personal branding workshop now If you are not using LinkedIn and if you're not leveraging LinkedIn right now, this workshop is going to be game changer for you because I'm going to be breaking down how you can really use the platform in 2024 to work for you, to help you to attract opportunities from an inbound perspective and to help you to really raise your profile within your industry or the industry that you want to get into so that hiring you becomes a no brainer. So if you want access to that bonus, get yourself on the wait list. And then when enrollment opens, you can come and join us inside of the program. As you join the waitlist, you're going to start to receive emails that kind of give you more insight, more information about the program and what you can expect inside of it. So head over to careerchangemakers.com forward slash waitlist to get on the list. And I look forward to speaking to you inside of your mailbox very, very soon. All right, that's all for today. That was a bit of a juicy one. I had a bit of a bee in my bonnet <laughs> on this episode and I hope that it's been useful. So we'll be back again very, very soon and I wish you a very, very merry Christmas period that is full of peace, joy and happiness. Until next time, take care of yourselves and keep moving towards your career goals. If you enjoyed today's conversation, be sure to subscribe to the show so that you don't miss any future episodes. Also, I would love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode. Come over and join us in our Career Changemakers community over on LinkedIn so that you can join the conversation there. Head over to lightbotscoaching.com forward slash community and it will take you right to the group.